Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. I am at the beach, everybody, and um, I'm in at the beaches in on the Gulf in Alabama, and it's a white, beautiful, Caribbean-looking beach. And my dear friend, Joan Marie, called me Friday morning, and she said, hey, what are you doing? You want to go to the beach with me for a week? And I said, yeah, have laptop, we'll travel. So I've gotten to be down here, and it's just been glorious. Perfect weather, lots of girl time, girl talk. We've solved lots of world problems and uh, just been having a ball, and we get to go home tomorrow. So we are taking the show from the beach tonight, so that'll be fun. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have quite a few callers on hold already this evening, so let's go ahead and go to the phone, and we'll see what questions people have. It's always fun to see who's calling in and what they're asking. So I believe our first caller is Angie. Hi, Angie. Are you with us? I am. Hi, Julie. Hi there. How are you, girl? I'm great, thank you. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Cooperstown in upstate New York. Okay. What's going on up there? Um, great weather. It's nice and warm, and it hasn't rained in a couple of days, so we've had a little bit of reprieve from that. Uh-huh. So and your summer's fun. going good? Yes. Right, right. Well, did you have a question for me? I do. Okay. Um, So this is kind of more like a a spirit guide, angel kind of question. Um, Okay. I recently had a reading with a gal and she had said to me, you know, that my life is kind of like a three ring circus right now. Mm -hmm. And my main push right now is to leave my nine to five job and Mm -hmm. Um, she had kind of said that I'd be stuck there for another three years. So as you can imagine, I was kind of, it kind of crushed me a little bit. So mm-hmm. it just, it felt um, very off from ev- everything else that I've kind of felt in that whole arena of my life. So, you know, I have a few projects that I've started. Um, I'm very entrepreneurial minded. So I have a couple things on the burners and I feel like I can't do both. Like I can't do my nine to five and do my side business. I have to focus on one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really feel called to be outside of my job. And, you know, I feel like I've had signs from my angels and spirit guides that, you know, have more or less said your life is happening outside of that office. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of, my question is to them, if I am on the right path in leaving my job, you know, am I supported in doing that? Um, and my goal right now is to do it by October 1st and just okay. if the timing is right. Okay. 
And I know you've listened to the show several times, but for people, and because you've called in, I know, before too, but for people who are first-time listeners, the way that we ask questions to spirit guides and God and the universe and deceased loved ones and all of that is... What I have found over the 20 plus years I've been doing this is if we ask questions that are very specific, because I laugh and I say spirits are really literal, um, I think they were all potty trained too early, I think they're all really anal, but the more specific we can be on the question, the better we're going to get it, get an, an accurate answer. And um, one kind of one caveat for future things is we ask, will this happen at this moment in time? Because there are so many variables in, in future situations, Angie, that, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? It's your free will and it's 50 million other people's free wills. And there are so many variables that can change an outcome. And so we ask at this moment in time. The other thing that I recommend is that we ask, is it in your best interest too? And, mm-hmm. um, and by doing that, it encompasses all of those variables. So let's work on a couple of questions with this and, and help me refine these down. We'll start with one and then we'll refine it down from there. And I'm thinking something like, is it in Angie's best interest to leave her current job at this moment in time? What's the first thing that pops in your head within a second? Like, if you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain. So spiritual guidance is what's the first thing that pops in your head. Is it in Angie's best interest to leave her current job at this moment in time? What do you get? I'm getting getting a yes. I got a yes as well. I got a yes, too. So let's make it more specific. What's more specific? Um. You want to get specific about the job that you want to do or what you want to do with the entrepreneurial thing? Or? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, and I so, spoke to you about this before. Um, okay. So I'm, what you, is it in my best interest to launch my mobile boutique in September? Okay. What's the first thing that comes in your mind? I'm getting a yes. I got a no. Okay. So... So let's let's be be more specific, but let's change the month. Is it in Angie's best interest to launch her mobile boutique business in October? What's the first thing you get? I got a yes on October, but a no in September. See what I mean? How specific Mm -hmm. we can get? So another question along those lines. Oh, um. I don't know. I thought I had it all, you know, clear in my mind. Do you have, finance, do you have, financing, do you have financing set up or are you, you going to do it yourself or what are you doing on that front? Um, I have retirement that I can cash out, but it would take me three months up to eight weeks to get my check from that. So I would be living off from um, stored vacation time that I have from the job that I would leave. Well, and what are the tax ramifications going to be if you cash in retirement stuff? Um, I can place Look it in an that. IRA and just draw off of it as I need it. So that's kind of okay. my fallback. Okay. But, have you thought about getting investors? Um, I have, but I'm not 100% sure how to go about that. 
Okay, so when I ask, is it in Angie's best interest to get investors for her new mobile, what is it, mobile, what is it, what are you going to be selling? You could just say online boutique clothing. Online, for her new online boutique, I get a yes. So you may want to explore that. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks so much for calling in tonight. Good luck with everything. Let us know how it goes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, that's interesting. New new business venture coming. All right. I believe our next caller is Selena. Hi, Selena. Are you with us? Yes, I am. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. Tell everybody where you're calling from. Hi, Musa. I'm going to mute you. I saw you just called in, so hang on. I'm going to mute you, but I'll be back. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Tell me where you're calling from. San Diego. San Diego. Well, you're a beachy girl, too. What's (laughs) happening down there? Ah, well, the weather is nice right now. It's not too hot. You know, I mean, it's it's just nice outside right now. Great. Well, good. Did you have a question for me? I do. So um, my question is more related to health. Um, I have definitely had a lot of health issues over, well, a long time, but especially over the past year. And I was just kind of wanting to know what you were picking up on, maybe if there was something that was missed. Okay, so you want me to scan you and see see if I can see anything happening? Yes. Or do you want do you have any symptoms you want to share? Or you just want me to scan you and see what comes up. I kind of want to see what comes up. Okay. All right. So for those of you who are first time listeners, here's how this works. I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because when our spirits are in our bodies, we vibrate at a slower rate. When we're in heaven and we're in non-physical, we vibrate at a fast rate simply because the body slows down that vibration because it has mass. So I raise my vibrational rate to the level of spirit. It takes me a nanosecond to do it. My eyes are closed. I watch a laser beam go from my body here in as far south in Alabama as one can get, because if I go any further south, I'm going to be in the water here. (laughs) So in Alabama, and it's going to go across the country, and it's going to hook into Selena in San Diego. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot energy from her feet up through the top of her head, and it's like I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And, And Selena, the energy always goes to where it's needed the most first, So sometimes people will say, well, my right knee hurts and the energy goes to their left shoulder, something completely unrelated, but that's how we're going to do it. So here we go. So laser beams heading to San Diego and I've got you on my radar and I'm going to shoot energy through you and let's see what comes up. Okay. Lots of inflammation, lots of lots of inflammation, inflammation. Everybody looks to me like red fog that's dry. And so I'm going to apply anti-inflammatory energy, which is royal blue as I perceive it, and get that inflammation down and see what's going on. Um, You've got some kind of viral infection, girl. Uh, Tell me what your symptoms are. What's happening? Um, Well, I have a lot of digestive issues, um, fatigue, uh, sinus issues. Sometimes I have a lot of chest stuff or um, headaches. So, okay. 
Um, I, you've definitely got some kind of a virus, and it's it's not something super serious like Epstein Barr or you know some some other funky thing that's gonna be super hard to cure. You've just got a run of the mill virus. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to clear it out, and then I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions um, to help you get better faster. So what I'm doing is I'm pushing it. Viral infections to me look like this brown liquid, really thin liquid that's throughout a person's whole energy field. If it's an antibiotic situation like a bacterial infection, it's hot pink as I see it. You've got, you've got a systemic viral infection going on. So I'm pushing it out through the top of your head. And here's what I want you to do. Go to the store and go find um, some vitamins called Ester C. E-S-T-H-E-R, like the woman's name. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's an H in it in the brand. But Ester C, and it's buffered so it doesn't upset your stomach. So I want you to take 1,000 milligrams of Ester C and 50 milligrams of zinc three times a day. And what it is is it's an immune system boost, and it's going to help your body get rid of the viral infection. You can't really take medicine to get rid of a viral infection. It's got to work its way out of your system. Okay? But that vitamin C and zinc is going to really help. So how long would I take this for? Take it till you're till you're better. Take it till you feel okay. Is this something that they could have caught like on their own? Because I feel like this would have been something that's been missed. Missed by like any kind of um, thing. Yeah, I think it, it, what I'm seeing is a viral infection. And, and your body can heal it. It just takes a little bit of time. But if you do the sand zinc, it's going to be an immune boost, and you're going to get over it much faster. Has this been there a long time? Yes, it has. You've had it for a while. Okay. Well, that would make sense. I guess I just, I've had extensive tests done, and so it was like they weren't finding, I mean, there was inflammation that was found, but they never really found like the root cause of things. They're like, oh, you just have this or this. And so it just kind of makes you feel like you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, don't, don't take any antidepressants or anything. That's what doctors sometimes like to prescribe when they think somebody's, you know, they can't figure out what's wrong, but you, you got a viral infection, go try that sand zinc and it's going to make you feel a lot better. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. It. Thanks for calling. You bet. I hope you feel better. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. All righty. I believe our next caller is Connie. Hi, Connie. Are you with us? Get you off mute here. Are you with us? There you are. Hi. Hi. How are you this evening? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for taking the call. You bet. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Calling from New Jersey, um, near Philadelphia. All right. What's happening up there? It's very toasty and very humid. <laughs> <laughs> it's summertime. It's supposed to be. Oh, I know. But it always seems like a shock. Like, really? 100% humidity? I know. I know. Um, and people say that in the winter, too. Like, in January up there, they're like, oh, my God, there's so much snow. It's freezing. And I'm saying, yeah, it's January in New Jersey. It's a surprise. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, how may I help you this evening? Well, I have a question that... Um, is one of I've had a situation here with butterflies and they visit me three they visit this is the third year they've come 
and it lasts from June into August. They come every night around six and they stay till dark. And I just, it's like the same species of butterfly. It's one butterfly and it's the same species. And I just wonder, I feel like it's such a, a blessing, but at the same time, I feel like I need to, I need, I feel like I need to know what this means because it's too, it's very strange. I took pictures of them every day. So I have, I keep track of all their visits and they just, and some nights I'll come out and I don't see them and I'll be like, Oh, I missed them. And then I'll sit there for a minute and they come, they come and sit next to me. Huh. It sounds bizarre. But so is it just one or is it multiple? Well, up until tonight, it was just one. And uh-huh. then tonight, two others came, and the one that's been coming, because I tracked her for coloring, um, she went off with the other one, and then the new one stayed. And just until about five minutes ago, she flew off. But I'm just like... How do you know they're a girl butterfly or a boy butterfly? I don't know. <laughs> I know. Like cats. You don't know. know. How do you know? I say, how do you know it's a girl cat? Uh, it's really hard to tell, but I can tell. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, what do they look like? They're um, actually yesterday. I finally looked it up. They're called Veronica Atlantica, and they're huh. brown, and they have two white spots at the top of each wing, and then they have an orange um, sort of swirl on the top of their wing and the bottom of the wing on each side. And it looks like almost like a heart. Hmm. And then they're okay. brown. Yeah. And, and were you really into butterflies before they started to visit you, or this is just a new phenomenon? No, no. The night, uh, the first night it happened, I was sitting outside, and I was missing my son who had moved to San Francisco, and I was very sad, really missing him because he was kind of like my little soulmate here. And um, the phone rang, and it was him. And I was so happy that he called and I was like, oh my God, I was just sitting here really sad that, you know, I was missing you. And then this butterfly came and and sat on my leg, Mm -hmm. flew and sat on my leg. And I'm like, oh, Sean, you can't believe this. This butterfly is sitting on my leg. Hmm. That's never happened to me before. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect into you in New Jersey I'm going to shoot energy through you, and then I'm going to see, I'm getting um, the thought that it's being sent by either a deceased loved one or a spirit guide. Yeah. And, and, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if we can pinpoint who it is and what their message is, if they have Thank one. You. Okay. Are you game for that? Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam up to Joyzy. All right. Got you. Okay. Yeah. There's a person standing next to you. This is a spirit guide. Spirit guides look to me like a version of Father Time. And they're, they appear as old men with long white hair and long white beards and a long white robe. (laughs) They remind me of either Dumbledore in the Harry Potter movies or Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings movies. You know, did you watch any of those movies? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Okay, so this one's name, you're going to love this. This one's name is Chester. Chester. All right, Chester. So Chester, Chester, show me. Okay, Chester, you're going to love this, is 
here's how spirit guides work with me. I see them dressed like Father Time, and then when I talk to them directly, then they transform into whatever they looked like in the lifetime that they lived that is a is a um, correlation with what you're going through in your life. And Chester was a Viking. <laughs> so, he was a Viking. You know that that um, lived in Scandinavia and sailed boats and stuff. All right. So Chester, are you sending the butterflies? Yes. He said they're part of my minions. And then he laughed like that movie, you know, the minions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he laughed. All right. So Chester, what's up with the butterflies? What do you want her to know? Never give up. You're going to overcome all the obstacles that you're facing. Are you facing a bunch of obstacles right now? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So he he wants you to know that you are like a Viking. And you may want to Google Vikings and, like, just read, even if you did the Wikipedia uh, yeah. explanation of the Vikings and find out what their personality traits and kind of what their overall description was, not necessarily how they looked, but what their kind of their yeah. mantra or their motto was, because mm-hmm. he's saying that Vikings are known for overcoming obstacles that people think are not able to be overcome and that you're facing some obstacles and he wants you to know that you have the spirit of a Viking and you will be able to overcome whatever you're facing. And, and he's right there with you advising you. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Totally. Okay. All right. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So go look up, go look up Vikings and find out what the, you know, what their kind of mantra or, or um, what they're known for. I, I mean, I, I can see this guy. He's hilarious. He's huge. He's got blonde hair. He's got one of those helmets on with the horns sticking out on yeah. both sides. You know, like what the Vikings look like. And he's got a um, a fur, like a fur outfit on. Um, yeah. You know, some kind of fur. Looks like dog or something. Probably coyote or wolf or something. It's long hair. He's got boots. I mean, he looks like what you're going to see when you Google the image of a Viking. Uh-huh. Okay. So whatever you're facing, you have the power to overcome it. And what what you heard me talk about with our first caller, Angie, um, mm-hmm. you can talk to Chester anytime and just ask him a question in your head. And then the first thing that comes into your head will be his answer. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's your brain answering you. Okay. Okay. But if you want advice on something, just always preface it with, is it in my best interest too? And then that will encompass all variables. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. You bet. Take care. Bye, Connie. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Well, that was fun. All right. Let's see if I can get that muted here. There we go. All right. We do a show, everybody, every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-770-4160, and the access code is 53377-POUND. 
And uh, if you don't remember these numbers, and I don't expect you to, there are a few places you can go to find them. Number one, go to AskJulieRyan.com. On my homepage of my site, if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, you'll see all this call-in information in the Times. Number two, anywhere you download podcasts in the show notes, in the description of the show, this information's in those show notes. So just look on your phone or your tablet, wherever you download podcasts, and it will be on there. And then lastly, if you sign up for my blog, uh, that goes out every Thursday morning, and it's a question somebody has submitted online. And uh, and then in the body of that email with the link to the blog, this call-in information is on there as well. So those are three areas you can go to to find this information so you can call in and join us. And as you can tell, it's really fun. The questions are fun, and it's fun to talk with everybody. While you're on my website, sign up for my blog and also uh, schedule an appointment. And then we'll have a whole hour to discuss whatever you want to talk about. I talked with a woman this morning, this afternoon from Nebraska who just lost her husband. And she, we were getting some answers for her from her deceased husband. And it was fascinating because she told me that he died uh, on the eastern part of the country at 11.05, so in the eastern time zone at 11.05, and her daughter, who's a special needs daughter, was in the mountain time zone, and at 9.05, that exact same time, she was very startled and said, what's he doing here? So she told me about how her husband, right when he died, at the moment that he died, he to their daughter um, that was two hours behind in the time zone. And so it, it was just remarkable, all the miracles that happened. But it gives us the opportunity to really do a deep dive and get you answers on things. And we can talk to deceased loved ones. We can, we can talk about things that you think you want to do. I can scan you medically. I can scan your pets. We can do past life stuff. There's like a whole, I'm like a buffet of psychicness. So whatever you want to do, we can talk about. Okay. Let's, speaking of questions submitted online, here's one that was sent in from Patrice. And Patrice lives in Stewart, Florida. And she asked, hi, Julie, can you explain how the pets are involved in the stages of death? When do they appear? Are they given priority over those you had a lesser bond with? Heard you on Calling All Angels. That was a, a radio show that I was interviewed on about my new book, um, which is called Angelic Attendance. And go go get that. It, it's uh, hopefully you'll find it, it to be a really interesting read. And and I've had several people tell me that they felt like it was a page turner, which was so wonderful to hear that as the author of that book. But she says then best regards, Patrice. Okay, here's my response. Hi, Patrice. What great questions. Like humans, pets and other animals all have a spirit. We're all just different vibrations of energy. In addition, we're connected to every person and pet we've ever known throughout many lifetimes. Did you happen to see the movie A Dog's Purpose? It was released earlier this year and is the story of a dog who kept reincarnating as a different breed to the same master. The movie illustrates how we're eternally connected to our loved ones and pets. To answer your question, 
Pets appear in phase seven of the 12 phases of transition when someone is dying. They're very much of what I call the welcome to heaven committee. Pets spirits from a person's current lifetime can be found to the left of the patient behind the line of angels and next to the deceased close family members. They all sit at attention and are very reverent. Regarding your question about priority over those a person with whom they had during and a person with whom they had a lesser bond, easy for me to say, I only see deceased pet spirits around someone who is dying. Now, that's not to say other animal spirits aren't around us. In fact, they probably are. But it's just the pets who have a front row position when a person is transitioning from this life into the next. So whoever your pet is in this lifetime, when you are a child or a teenager or an adult or an older person, that pet spirit is always going to be there at your your feet when you're dying, whether it happens really fast or whether it happens over a prolonged period of time. And then I closed with hope this clarifies things for you. So go to AskJulieRyan.com. Click on the button that says 12 phases of transition, and it, there are 12 graphics there, and you'll see where angels are positioned during each phase. You'll see where the, the deceased loved one spirits are, and you'll see where the pet spirits are on those graphics. The other thing to remember is that along the lines of pets being with us for our whole lives, Native Americans and other indigenous cultures all have some kind of um, reference to pets. And they talk about pet spirits or animal spirits and how they help warriors and help the tribes people and all of that. So I think that animal spirits have been a part of our cultures since the beginning of time. You know, if you go back to the cave drawings, there were a lot of cave drawings of animals um, back then, too. So animals, both alive and deceased, have all been a, a really significant part of our lives. So thanks for your question. Okay, our next caller is Courtney. And let's see if I can get Courtney. Hi, Courtney, are you there? Hey, yes, I'm here. Hi. How are you? Hi there. Great. How are you? I'm good. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Missouri. Missouri. Where in Missouri? Cassville. Cassville, the show me state. Okay. Yes. Terrific. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. Well, how may I help you this evening? Um, I just have a question about a deceased loved one, um, someone yeah. we just lost. Um, oh. I just was curious how he's doing. Um, I don't know how okay. specific I need to get listening to you. Um, um, anyway, just wanted to know if there's anything he needed us to know or, okay. you know. What's his name? James. James. Okay, James. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, and then from okay. you I'm going to connect to James, and then we can ask him questions and see okay. what he has to say. Okay. okay. First of all, I can tell you before I even connect to you or to him, he's fabulous because he's in heaven. Everybody yeah. goes to heaven. You know, like that movie, All Dogs Go to Heaven. All people go to heaven, too. And right. So he's in heaven. <laughs> it's nirvana. It doesn't get any better than where he is. And so know that right up front because okay. hopefully that'll give you some comfort. So yes. here comes my laser beam to the show me state in Missouri and I'm gonna hook into you. Okay, I got you. And then James is to your right. So tell me questions. 
what what questions do you have for him? Um, is there anything that he needs his friends and family to know since he left so quickly? He's wonderful. He's fine. Everything's wonderful. He's in heaven, and he's with you guys all the time. The cool thing about being in spirit form is that we're made in the image and likeness of God. And most people think, Courtney, that that's like God looks like a human. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe that. I believe we're made in the image and likeness of God in spirit form. And God is everywhere all at the same time. And so when we're in non-physical, we can be in a lot of different places all at the same time, too. So he's with you guys. Okay. He's telling me, teach her how to talk to me. Okay. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. If you... If you've listened before, like with Angie and with, I think it was Connie, we were just talking about this, ask him a question in your head, and it's the first thing that pops into your head within a second. If you think about it for a second or for a couple seconds or longer, that's your brain answering you. And if it's something really important that you need information on, Courtney, ask it a bunch of different ways. Like rephrase it a bunch of different ways because, as I mentioned before, spirits are really literal. They're crazy literal. Okay, so other questions for him? Um, how was his journey? Fast. Fast, <laughs> so fast. yes. Instant, true. Instantaneous, yes. Okay. Instantaneous. Um, but he's saying, he's saying to me, tell her about your, your drawings. So what I was just talking about, go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com. Go to the 12 phases of transition. You'll see all the graphics of where the angels and deceased loved ones and pets are positioned. And if mm-hmm. he died really quickly, it, it can happen in an instant. Okay, so people that are dying over a prolonged period of time will go through the 12 phases, you know, within over days, weeks, months. Yes. People that die very, very quickly go through it in an instant. And remember, wow. our time, how we know time, Courtney, we call linear time, is not necessarily time in the spirit world. So okay. a, a second in in our in the spirit world maybe a hundred years in our linear time. Okay. Okay. So time is not the same thing in the different realities. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Other questions for him? Um no, I think that's it. <laughs> okay. All right. So practice that. Practice talking to him. Okay. Ask him a question. Ask him, you know, start with benign stuff. Like yeah. You know, I always say when people are looking for guidance, I mean, you know, don't ask them some life-changing question as your first question. Ask them something that it doesn't really matter. And since dessert is my favorite food group, I will Uh ask something like, should I eat this chocolate? Is it in my best interest to eat this chocolate cake or this carrot cake? And it doesn't really (laughs) matter. You know, but I mean, you'll get answers. And so start start working on that. Start practicing with answers that are not going to change your life. Is it in my best interest to take the freeway or to go surface streets? Mm-hmm. And you're going to get answers. So the more you okay. do it, the better the better you're going to get at it, and the, the better the information is going to come in. Okay. okay. All okay. right. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. 
most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All righty, let's see. I believe our next caller is Joe Marie. Hi, Joe Marie. Are you with us? I am right here with you. Terrific. Well, tell everybody where you're calling from. Right now I'm calling from Orange Beach. Alabama. Okay, great. Did you have a question for me? Well, yes. Uh, and it's really funny that I uh, believe our earlier caller, Connie, called to talk about butterflies because uh, I have butterflies uh, that come to me too. And I'm getting weepy. I'm sorry, but um, they're yellow butterflies. I don't feel like that. My mother comes to me and we also have river kernels that come occasionally that I feel like is my dad. But I haven't seen them lately. So I'm just kind of wondering what they're doing and where they are. If they're kind of unhappy with me or. <laughs> you know, they're having fun up there and they're not coming around. So um, I'm just wondering if you could kind of check on them and see what's going on. Okay, I'm going to mute you and answer your question because I'm getting some feedback, but then I'll get you back off the mute here. Okay. So hang with me for a minute and you'll hear it say you're muted. Okay, all right. So what I'm going to do, Joe Marie, is I'm going to connect to you like what I did with Connie, and um, and let's find out about the butterflies and let's find out about the cardinals. I think it's cool that you got all these animals coming to you. Maybe you're like a female St. Francis or something. So, okay, so here we go. Laser beams heading from me, going to you. Got you on my radar. Okay, okay, you've got a whole bunch of spirit guides around you. You've got eight of them around you. They're in a semicircle. They're in like a horse shoe shape and they're all different versions of father time so okay so the one that's to your immediate right at your right shoulder is the one sending the cardinals talk to that one first and find out what's up with that okay well this one's named sylvester i'm getting cat names for this for these spirit guides tonight which is hilarious because i know sylvester's a cartoon cat so sylvester Sylvester looks like a um, 
uh, what do you call it, the guards that are guarding Buckingham Palace. You know, guard the queen. He looks like an English guard. He's got, like, the tall hat on and the red outfit and all of that. So, all right, why are you sending cardinals to Joe Marie? Because they like sunflowers, and sunflowers are bright and pretty, and she loves sunflowers. Mm-hmm. They like sunflower seeds. So let me get you off mute and see if that makes sense to you. Uh, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, so that makes sense because I know cardinals eat sunflower seeds because I put them in my bird feeder and it attracts cardinals. And he's saying that he wants you to always think of sunflowers because he knows sunflowers make you happy. Yes. So that's kind of a stretch, but that's what I'm getting. Okay, all right. Let's find out about the butterflies. I'm going to mute you again, then I'll be – well, I don't have to mute you while I'm talking, I don't think. Okay, we'll try it and see what happens. All right, let's see what's going on with the butterflies. Butterflies is is the spirit guide that's in the middle, right behind your head, the back of your head. Okay, this is a spirit guide named Jennifer. It's a female spirit guide. But again, spirit guides just show up to me looking all male first, and then they, they, um, okay, this, this gal, and again, I just report what I get. This gal looks like the little Dutch girl. She's got braids, and, and she's got like a Dutch girl outfit on, and she's got wooden shoes. And so she lived in the 19th century in Holland. I can see windmills behind her. And why are you sending yellow butterflies? Because they... Um, she's saying they, I'm going to mute you again here for a second, and then I'll get you back on. They uh, um, pollinate the flowers. And she's telling me that you pollinate stuff because you're always thinking of new ways to do things and new adventures and new ventures and new things. And so you're kind of like the butterfly that pollinates the new um Ventures, much like a butterfly will pollinate flowers to get them to grow. And so you're the pollinator to get whatever the venture is to grow. So let me get you off mute and see. Does that make sense? Okay. So the, the cardinals and the butterflies are being sent by spirit guides, and they have obviously very distinct messages to them. So whenever you see them, they want you to be happy, but they want you to know that it's all part of the master plan of your life this time around. And you can talk with them, like what you've heard me say several times. Just ask them a question in your head, call them by name, and the answer will come to you within a second. And the more you practice it, the better you'll get at it. So, great. This is like the butterfly show tonight. You bet. How fun. Well, thanks so much for calling in. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. And I believe our next caller is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Great. What's the update? Well, tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, Clarksville, Ohio. Clarksville. And, and, and Kathy owns Miss Katie the Cat, who's our show's mascot. So yeah. what's the update on Katie the cat? Because she had surgery last week when you called in. So what's what's new with her? She did. Um, it seems to me like this is her third tooth surgery, multiple tooth surgery in 18 months. It seems to me she did better with this one than the previous two. Great. Um, 
she, I think, is having a little, had a little bit of a reaction to the pain medicine. She's just been kind of blah, you know, like tummy upset and a little bit of loose bowels. <clears throat> but other than that, I think she's doing okay. Okay. Well, good. Well, did you have a question for me? Yes. Um, you know, we've talked about my dad as he's been um, declining over the past year in his health and and uh, there was a change yesterday in that situation. I talked to my mom. And, okay. um, and he's been in phase like, 11 of 12 for about six months, right? Oh, Am I remembering that, that correctly? At yeah, least that pro- Okay. Probably a little bit longer, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, the my mom, because he had declined, uh, my mom took a, a, had a meeting with a woman from, it might have been two women from hospice. So they were trying mm-hmm. to decide if it was time for him to transition to hospice. Um, mm-hmm. And that question is still on the table. And my mom's kind of very emotional, understandably. And um, I'm going up there tomorrow. So I'm just curious. My question is, um, is it in my dad's best interest to go into hospice now at this point? Yes, it is. It is. And I was getting a yes when you were explaining the question. Yeah, it is. Oh, absolutely okay. let me get him let me get him on my radar and see yeah he's he is not only in phase 11 right now kathy his spirit has started to enter the vortex that is above his head and for those of you who are listening who haven't seen these graphics again go to my website askjulieryan.com 12 phases of transition you'll see the graphic better yet buy my new book angelic attendance and i go into detail about these phases and then there are lots of stories in there about working with families who had a a loved one who was dying and everybody that's read the book that's been through that tells me it's so comforting for them and and other family members tell me just looking at the graphics is comforting as well so if you're not going through it at this moment like Kathy is we're all going to go through it eventually and we're all personally going to go through it ourselves so it's good for you to know what to expect because it takes the fear out of it um, when you agree Kathy with those drawings when you look at them oh you know if you know yeah. he's surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones so what happens is our spirits exit our bodies through the top of our heads and they hold on to the top of the head and it looks like a cartoon bubble where the words of a cartoon are inside and so as the person gets closer and closer to death, and as we talked with one of the callers earlier, um, it can happen really fast. I think that was Courtney, that she had a friend who died really quickly. It can happen really fast, but one of the phases of the 12 phases as I perceive them is angels show up and their wings start to move, creates an upward pull, creates a vortex above the dying person's head. And it, it, it has a a feeling to me like when you're in your car and you're driving through the car wash and you're sitting in the car and Kevin, you know, when you get to the end of the car wash and they turn on that dryer and it sucks all the water off your car. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's what it feels like. So your dad's spirit has started to enter the vortex and that, that means it's, it's very near. He's going to be transitioning here very soon. So I always ask when people are dying, I always ask three questions. And if you're okay, let me go ahead and ask them about your dad. Yes. Okay. And your dad's Jack, if I remember correctly, right? Right. Okay. So Jack, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? My family around me. He's been saying the same thing for months. Yep. Hasn't he? Okay. Well, that's good that you're going 
Well, I can, I ask you, can I ask you a real sure. quick question? Um, yeah, sure. My, my sister is interesting. She's not very comfortable with being around this situation. Um, yeah. And and I'm always, you know, I'm always wanting people to get on board and get, you know, like with the program. <laughs> and yeah. she's not comfortable coming to visit, though, but I know he wants to see her. And I, I, I guess I'm asking for some guidance from Spirit and you about should I should I be hands off or should I tell her, you know, I really sense this is the end. Why don't you come over? What I'm getting is tell her that you believe this is the end send her a link to my website so she can see those drawings, those graphics, and get her a copy of my book if you can and see if you can get her to read it and then you got to let it go. Yeah. Because if she reads the book, she's going to have a very different understanding of instead of this being so scary, it really is a glorious transition. And yeah. and then you you got to let it go because it's her, it's her journey. Right. Right, and, right. Um, but you, okay. but those are my suggestions. Okay. Well, I I okay. really appreciate it. Thanks for everything, Julie. You are so welcome, and let me know how I can help as you go through this next week or two, because I think it's okay. going to be, I think yeah. things are are um, you know coming to an end here for your dad. Yeah. So, like um, yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you. Julie. All right. Be safe going to see them. Okay. okay Take thanks. care. Thanks for Bye. calling. Bye. Bye. Okay, and we, I believe, have another caller, and I believe it's Darren. Hi, Darren, are you with us? Hi, Julia. Yes, I am. Thank you. Hi, Darren. How are you? Oh, just keeping busy working and had a little bit of a, a break for shutdown and just trying to just keep uh, positive and focused. Terrific. Well, please tell everybody where you're calling from. I am calling from uh, Terre Haute, Indiana. I'm a third-time caller and love the show. Oh, well, terrific. We love it when you call. Thank so, you. Um, yeah, I love it, and I'm sure all of our listeners love it, too. Did you have a question for me? Well, i just um, uh, just been under a lot of stress lately and uh, still, you know, dealing with uh, the uh, uh, taking care of... Uh, sales car business, but if my dad was alive, and I've been under a lot of stress, so I'm just wondering, I, I think I'm putting the body under too much stress, That I've even thought about doing a stress test, I mean, I'm 35 now, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm abusing my body, like, a, a, a great deal more than I should, like, so many hours to try and do, in a 10-year span, I'm trying to do it all at once. I, I think I'm overwhelming myself. So, two questions. One, should I do a stress test? My physicality. I mean, I'm in good condition. I could lose a little bit of weight, though. But I mean, physically, I mean, I'm not overweight by no means. But I mean, there's a little. Uh, I could be healthier. Let's say we can always be in better shape. And number two is, if my dad was alive, what would he tell me at this point in time in my life? Okay, I'm getting that it's not in your best interest to have a stress test. I don't think you need one. Uh, but what came in when you were um, when you were talking was, have you ever done any meditation? Oh, I meditate all the time. Actually, I was meditating before I called you. I've been trying to actually lucid dream of lottery numbers because I truly believed ever since I was 30 years old, 
uh, well, actually, when I was 18, I always thought by 30 I'd be a millionaire. I'm five years off, but I still feel <laughs> that I still yeah. feel so good about my chances of, you know, I wrote a song that was professionally recorded, and yeah, I was trying to get it out there, and then I've had dreams of lottery, of Pendulum doused and things like okay. that. And I, I mean, I play for fun every now and then, as I mentioned before. Okay. But, um, been trying to lose a dream. Anyways, yes, I meditate a lot, though. Okay, so keep that up. That's going to help with your stress. If you know about the breathing techniques, then probably breathe in over five counts, hold it for five counts, breathe out for five counts, do that five times, and that will help keep you calmer. And then what was your last question, Darren, for your dad? Uh, if, if My dad's been gone for about um, ten and a half years, and um, I know we got that you know, my, in our last call about a couple months ago that he had been murdered, but I don't really want, want to go into that. I definitely want to set a private session up for that. But if okay. he was alive, what would he tell me? What would he say to me? I mean, in a, in a, a, a few sentences or something like that, as far as like the man I'm in, because I mean, I beat myself up all the time about my failures and, and I shouldn't he's saying, know. He's saying, he's saying to me, full speed ahead. <laughs> yeah. Tell you full speed ahead. So I don't know what all that means, but I I know that he wants you to, you know, just not look back, just keep going forward. And um, does he feel that stress will release uh, soon? Like, will will things get easier? He's saying hard. change your thoughts about it. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. change. Yeah, my friend does. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, change your thoughts. So thanks so much for calling. I've just got a few minutes left, and I'm going to see if I can get Thank another you, caller in here really, real really fast. But it. good luck. Do the breathing thing. Do your meditation. And um, full speed ahead, my man. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Okay. And I believe our next caller is Musa. Hi, Musa. Are you with us? Hi, Julie. I'm here. How are you? Fine. Thank you. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Calling from Windsor Locks, Connecticut today. Well, good. How are things up there? Things are nice. A little hot, humid, but uh, yeah. other than that, nice day. It's summertime, yeah. Well, I got five minutes, so you got a question for me? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask a past life question. Okay, yeah. And... Uh, I was curious to know what was uh, the last life that I had before this? Where was okay. I? Uh, okay. What was significant about it? Maybe All right. Does it relate to this one? Okay. So, laser beams heading from Sweet Home, Alabama, the southernmost point, to. Connecticut. All right. Got you on my radar. Okay. Now what I'm doing is I'm walking down this imaginary hallway with all these mirrors on it and they represent past lives. Okay. The one like first one on the right is your most recent past life. Okay. Show me. You're a police officer in New York City. You were, um, you look like your name's probably Sean Donegan or something Irish. You look like an Irishman. Um, you know, big, big guy, rosy cheeks, black hair. You look very Irish. 
um, you were a captain of a precinct, and it was 1937, Musa, and you were you were large and in charge. So you kept everybody uh, on schedule. You were a wonderful manager. You made things happen. Does that correlate with what you do now? Somewhat, yeah, somewhat. Not necessarily as a police officer, but are you in charge of people that that uh, you manage and you have to yes. keep people on task and on schedule and That's that kind of thing? That's what I'm doing now. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. 